Welcome to the Indie Comics section. Join us as we take you through the pages of some of the best stories and art that's available in the comic book industry. From trivia to book discussions and to interviews, this is Indie Comics. Welcome once again to another episode of Indie Comics. I'm your host, Tyler, a crusader for creator-owned working comics. There are fine gems to be found at your local comic book shop. So let's go searching for them, especially if you're at a convention. And so uh, this month we have chosen to have the Man vs. Rock guys on. And again, we love having you guys on. But now we finally get to do like the full-on interview, like the full-on experience. Yeah, this is the Barbara the Walters experience. treatment right here. Yeah, absolutely. Like the, uh, the well, not 500 Club. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> like. So um, first off, how did, oh yeah, sorry. Well, and uh, we're with Kevin. God, My it. name is Kevin Bieber. This is this is what happens when you don't have a script and um, have too much coffee. Have and, too much coffee, and, uh, and you just kind of, you know, relaxing. Just clearly can't handle your life. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> just all you need to do is close your eyes and channel your inner Fraser Crane, <laughs> and that will get you through the interview. Pretty I much. Promise. Yeah, yeah absolutely. See, you're Whoa. already more calm. Out. I'm pretty life sure that's good. the opposite, but okay. Like. <laughs> Um, so, first off, how, how did Man vs. Rock come about? Like, how did you guys come up with everything? It's really hard to really know where do great ideas like man-fighting rocks <laughs> come from. But I guess what really happened is, you know, one day Victor and I were chilling out at home one day, watching TV, watching our favorite episodes of, I don't know, like the Drew Carey show. Yeah. And then we thought to ourselves, <laughs> Victor, I want to be rich. And Victor said, okay, well, you know, let's think of a good idea. Like, how, how do you become rich? And then it, it dawned on me. You write an independent comic book. Yeah. And so... <laughs> That's the trick. So we figured that that was the foolproof way to be rich. We're going to write an independent comic book. I'm pretty sure that's how Donald Trump's dad got it. Yeah, that's how the Trump... Yeah, figured it out. Yeah, you know, he, and he was independent comic book. By yeah. the way, Man vs. Ruck, soon to be published by Trump Publishing. Yeah, but um, <laughs> so and we have Victor, the other creator. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're so we're talking about the whole creation and cul culmination. Is that is that right? Is that the right use of that word? It's not. You're thinking You're of cucumber idiot. nation. <laughs> oh, cucumber. Yeah, who hired cucumber this interviewer? Nation. God, <laughs> I need to fire him. We're talking um, about how you guys came up with the idea. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, it all started when um, we were uh, we were out playing ball, and uh, <laughs> then there was like a it was like a big field of corn, and and I said to Kevin, you know, I'd like to see uh, some <laughs> some of those great ball players have passed, and he told me, if you build it, they will come, yeah. and yes. then he disappeared into the mist, and I'm not even sure he's a real person. He's an apparition that yeah. you guys. So we built a field, and you know, long story short, we've been playing ball with Jack Kirby, and you know, yeah, yeah. all these other dead comic book people <laughs> last year. And you know, they're not even that interesting people. They're the terrible the day, at baseball like, too. They're, they're the, the worst, worst baseball players <laughs> yeah. I've ever seen. As a matter of fact, they, life. they have they're terrible sports too because they think they're as good as Babe Ruth, but yeah, they're I yeah, mean, they're of less coordination than Joe a, Simon a can't throw a curveball to save his fucking life. I hear Frank Miller's like half ghost. I, he, he <laughs> yeah. basically there. he's half ghost. And <laughs> and then he, he pops into reality, headbutts you, and then goes back into ghost face. Stan Lee's kind of the same way. He yells, Excelsior! <laughs> yeah. Before he gets thrown out at home. I, I bet he would be, like, a good, like, baseball, like, you know, like, I think he would he would hit pretty 
pretty well. He would he's, hit. Yeah. You know, grit. No, no, you know, you know what it would be? It would be, uh, <laughs> this is like not what our this show is, is, but fuck it. the wackiest um, interview ever. Uh, it will be Jack Kirby hitting a Stanley coming in, like, yep, that was me. I did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he like tries to pinch hit. And he, like, pinch the game runner. on the line. Yeah. <laughs> pinch hitting for Jack Kirby. It's Stan Lee. It's like, yeah, it's Kirby hits a home run, and then as he's rounding third, like Lee comes in, pushes him down, and then runs in for him. And he's that's like, our dream. Yeah. That's pretty much. That's, that's what he meant when he said, if you build it, they will come. They will come. Bob so. Kane and Bill Finger, same thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I mean, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful dream, and that's how Man vs. Rock came came to be. Yeah. Does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and so, the only one that doesn't win in that situation are all those corn plants that were taken out <laughs> and their children. Yeah. So okay, so with the comic book, it, it's obviously a comedy, and it's a great comedy. So this is one of the few books where we've actually read. Read the source material well, before. What, it, it, what we usually do is we interview first, get the inside scoop and stuff like that, and tone, and then we read the comic. Um, so this is a comedy comic, and there's not that many of them. And when you read them, a lot of the times it's kind of hard. It, it's hard to kind of relate to it. This is one of the books where it's one thing the art like matches the tone of it, and with the title and how you guys pitch it, I know exactly what what to get into because some comedy books you have the guy and a lot of comic book writers are not the most social most excitable people they're like yeah it's, it's comedy it's funny and i was about these people and they they you know they talk about blah 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 and it's it's really funny and you're like oh okay cool but you guys are awesome is it hard to say it again yeah, i know right <laughs> i'm liking these questions you're giving me right now is it uh <laughs> would you like to take some breath while you're uh, giving He's, us bjs here basically, <laughs> basically saying all no. of our other other interviews were boring and not awesome <laughs> Uh, no, we appreciate uh, it. What about Mouse? Huh? <laughs> 300 is the best. 300 is the best comedic um, comic book of all time. Um, no, but is it hard to be write? so awesome? Yes. Yeah, is it hard to be awesome and also to write these jokes? Like, how do, did you guys kind of just like have like all these one? Because one one thing that's in the book is a bunch of one-liners, and I love that. Like, yeah. how is it? I guess. When you're writing, yeah, the whole writing the process, process of it yeah. in well, dialogue. The cool thing about Man vs. Rock, to be honest with you, besides the fact that like we steal most of our jokes from Carlos Mencia, is that... <laughs> it's, like, it's like joke inception. Now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, really. The, if it was stolen, does it exist? <laughs> exactly. Carlos Mencia steals it from Dane Cook. Dane Cook steals it from Robin Williams. Robin Williams steals it from George Lopez. Exactly. Yeah. So we're just continuing that proud tradition. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's a, a serious answer to your question is that the great thing about, I think, the jokes in Man vs. Rock in the process is we're pretty flexible. We um, have, if you look at, like, the jokes, it's probably, like, one-third of the jokes Victor came up with, one-third of the jokes I came up with, and one-third of the jokes, like, we both came up together, yeah. like, in the same room. And so, you know, it's sort of even that way. And, and he wants to know about the writing process. Like, what we do is we, we spoon. We look into each other's eyes, and we're like, hey, snuggles. Is that why you're spooning right now, or are you guys also? Yeah, we have uh, to. We can't give interviews you, without spooning. You don't see my hand, right? You don't see where my hand is, do you? No. No, no I, I just see movement. We can't. Ask your next question. <laughs> In fact, why are you spooning me right now? <laughs> yep. The first, the first big orgy at the Grand Geek Gathering. Yes. <laughs> I'm just standing in a corner. Like, I'm not involving Taking pictures. Yeah. Well, I forgot to say, Ashley's here. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Thank you for filling in. Uh, sorry about Tyler. that. Do you have a question? So I'm I'm curious. Do you you both write? Yes. 
Okay, and since this is a comic, who like does do either of you do artwork or no? Like, we're actually the... we we're can't draw talented. six figures to be honest with you. I mean, yeah. our artists uh, we have great artists and we have to give them credit. Uh, yeah. Jared Lamp and uh, Summer Fitzgerald. Jared does does the penciling and the inking, and Summer does the coloring. And uh, occasionally we'll have an artist named Jeremy Labib who fills in as well. Oh, and awesome. So I can't give enough credit to all those guys. Um, they really make bring it to life, and so you know. Yeah, I, they're the ones with the actual talent. Yeah, we, we're just sort of we're just cracking dick jokes yeah. here, yeah. And yeah. talking about Drew, Drew Carey for some reason in Field of Dreams. Like, good old topical Field of Dreams yeah, jokes. Yeah, we're really. gonna keep it relevant for the yeah. millennials. Yeah. Well, then as someone who hasn't read it, and like there's gonna be people listening to this who haven't read it. Um, how literal is the title? Pretty like, literal. Man, yeah. um, yeah. Man it's versus about a rock. crazy geologist yeah. who literally thinks rocks are going to rise up and kill us all. That so he starts planting C4 explosives in every major rock outcrop <laughs> to basically preemptively strike against the rocks. Just like yeah. a Skynet situation. He has this revisionist <laughs> history rocks. where he thinks yes. that man has been abusing rocks since the beginning of time. Like, since the beginning of time, we enslaved the rocks to build the pyramids. He has this, like, alternate history where instead of crucifying <laughs> Jesus, we crucify a rock instead. Yeah. Oh, and, like, when we okay. land on Plymouth Rock, we don't kiss it. We piss all over it. That was a good question. Good job. Yeah. yeah. You actually did good, Ashley. Shut up, Tyler. God damn. Like, <laughs> Play um, us an intro song. <laughs> doop, doop, doop. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> so... Obviously, there's limitations, though, with artists because, uh, you know, no artist can do everything. Speak for yourself. Did you guys ever kind of have that moment with them or like have where the artist was like, I don't know if I can do that? You know, not really. That's the great thing about Jared. Yeah. Jared is literally down for, anything. Down for anything. Like, awesome. we literally have asked him to do everything aside from like draw the Prophet Muhammad. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the only thing, like, I think that's the one limit we have. Like, we like talked about it. Like, yeah. Can we do that? Like, no, we just can't. No, yeah. But like, we keep getting closer and closer to the edge. So, but no, we've literally like have him do anything, and he's totally down for it. And that's kind of what you need. Momo. Like, our book is yeah. not is 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 not a conventional book. It makes yeah. fun of everybody. It makes fun of you, rather whether you're like Republican, Democrat, social Christian, Jew, you know, social justice warrior, or, like conservative. Yeah. Like, we're gonna totally mock every single thing. We don't have yeah. any sacred cows. We, we don't have agenda. We just other than be funny. Yeah, so. yeah. All we care about is it's funny. So as a result, we go pretty far, and Jared is totally down to do it, and that's, that's what makes him a so great rare person too. on this. I yeah. think, like though, like as far as like you know, you you play to your like artist's strength, right? And yeah. like certain stuff he does really well, and so we're like, oh, this would be like this is joke would we be really well towards that, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I think, yeah. So certain like I don't know, I think certain act like long like with comedy, you don't want to have like extended four page action sequences, yeah. Yeah. like yeah. The action serves the comedy. Yeah. That's pretty much how it works. You can't, like, and you also can't have, I mean, like you said, we have a lot of jokes in our book, one-liners, because you yeah. kind of have to keep the audience laughing. You have yeah. to keep them focused. And, you know, we always have at the very beginning of, a, of every single issue, like, sort of a gag, because we want to get the audience, like a warm-up. You want to get the audience in the right mood so that they're prepared to laugh. The rest is like, are you ready to laugh? Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and the other thing is, like, not just comedy, but when you read a comic book, everything is still... Like really, really stiff. Unless you have like this amazing, yeah. like some artists can somehow make him fluid and move. Like Mister Stan Lee, <laughs> you know <laughs> all the art he did. I love the fact he could barely do a Spider-Man logo. <laughs> but um, with this, especially because one thing, comedy is really big with physical comedy. Especially y'all, y'all's book has a lot of physical comedy in it, and. Um, 
it's really hard to figure out how they would move and how you could, how to relate unless they have like a TV show or movie and stuff like that. And that's what helped Batman. I, I feel like you know he had all these yeah. animated series where it's like okay he's he moves like a shadow. Like I, I get it. Um, and so as you, as you keep going, do you guys focus on like how Brock actually like kind of his whole persona and how he carries himself, or do you just kind of want him to be like this brute force that's like just kind of like. I, I, I guess my, like, I don't know what my question is. Like Buck, yeah, question. you're asking about, like, how Buck, like, I mean, I, I think, like, uh, we, we've had, like, certain things, like, we've done certain jokes where we're just, like, we see the art and we're, like, you know, the joke just doesn't really translate into the comic form as well. Like, oh, this is yeah. something, like, because it was originally written as a screenplay, and so we're, like, this is a joke that would be great in a movie or animated. Yeah, yeah, but, like, you know, without certain, like, inflections or certain, like, physical comedy, it's tougher, like, yeah. and, uh, yeah, like, there's certain things artists, like, literally, it's impossible to do certain stuff on on a static yeah. page. But at the same time, there is, like, there are some strengths with doing it through graphic novel yeah. format, and, like... Well, I'm not saying, like, I think, like, that yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it attracts, but... Comic books are sort of interesting in the sense that they've been treated like, you know, the red-headed stepchild for so long that they kind of... People forget what they're really good at. Yeah, you know, controlling pace. You know, and and they're, um, you know, using Jared as as the artist. He's really great, I think, at pacing things through and matching our pace for the work. And I think that serves the comedy really well. You get to understand. You get to see kind of everything, and the one-liners come in every other panel, where it's not just like every single, every single panel has some form of dialogue you yeah. you're more about the whole story and the whole craziness around him and like people kind of looking at each other when he's going crazy and and people then like just him having sex and then just like leaving uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that's that's one thing i really really like about the book and where you have comedy and um i want to kind of compare it to a couple comedic manga that i've that i've read because sure. You get this crazy, crazy comedy and these crazy, crazy expressions, and you uh, and the art and the art and everything and his one-liners and stuff, which you would get in anime, like the be like, yeah. oh, and 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 um, what what did you guys use as inspiration for this? And am I wrong about the whole manga thing? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I my like my inspiration for one of the funniest comic books I read. And it's more of a recent thing as Axe Cop. Like, I feel like that's one of the funniest fucking books ever. Yeah. And I think it's one of the ones where it's like the cartoons is fantastic, but there's certain things like when you read the comic book, like certain art and the way like certain panels are just it, like paces perfectly and yeah. just like the jokes hit. I don't know. Uh, I mean, for, I, for me, it's a little known book called Watchmen. <laughs> that came out in the eighties. No, I mean, like, Wait, from, what's that? <laughs> from for me, it's it's actually. I think for both of us, it's South Park is our biggest inspiration. Yeah. I would yeah. think, yeah. Or like a lot of yeah, comedy yeah. nerd stuff. Sure. Uh, and like uh, for for me, comic book wise, like Calvin and Hobbes is my inspiration as far as like how like ridiculousness kind of like yeah. I, mean, I feel like Calvin and Hobbes is the greatest comic book that's ever been written, in my opinion. I mean, like, I I think it's absolutely up there. I think it's. Un I, I, are you you're being serious, right? No, I am. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I, I no, am. Like, I mean, I think, I mean, it's, one thing it hits home because it makes you feel like a child when you are reading it. Yeah. And then it's also so sophisticated and you're like, holy shit. Like, when, and when you read it as a kid, 
you you don't understand. You don't even grasp the concept, and you're old, and you're like, holy shit, this is still fresh, and like I, I relate to this. The yeah. best kind of, I feel like the most versatile comedy and some of the hardest ones you can pull off is that where you're actually, you're engaging both adults and children at the yeah. same time through like different humor and in the same panel. Yeah. So that's actually incredibly amazing to me. And so like Bill Watershin and Calvin and Hobbes to me is probably my biggest like comic book inspiration and South Park is probably my biggest inspiration overall. Yeah. And then it's what about the tick. And then it's Allah and then, you know, <laughs> Vishnu and, and all that stuff. But yeah. Oprah. Um, Can't forget Oprah. Oprah. Yeah, God. Can't forget Actually Oprah. I feel like we are now that we said her name, she like owns like fifty percent of the royalties to anything, <laughs> <laughs> anything that we she do. She now owns the gathering and man versus Rock yeah, and everything like, totally. else. Yeah. It's like hostile takeover now. Her people will come in immediately and yeah. like, uh, Oprah's man versus rock. The new recipe for banana bread. It's my, it's a, it's my favorite thing in the month. Um, she yeah. throws rocks at the audience. Yeah. You get a rock. You get a rock and, and you, you get, get a rock. rock. Yeah. Um, so what do you guys want to get to when, in the comic book Rich. industry? We want uh, like, to be uh, disowned by the comic book industry and have them basically... You know, tell us to go fuck off. We don't like within the comic book industry. That's essentially what happened to Trey Parker and Matt Stone constantly, though. I mean, <laughs> look, to be honest, you're gonna go with your your best shot, and this is a story we want to tell. So you know, it was we know it's not gonna work for Marvel and DC. So basically, what we have to do is just you know keep putting out issues until we run Marvel and DC out of business. <laughs> so you know. <laughs> Marvel and DC didn't want to swim with the sharks. They should have stayed out of the ocean. That's <laughs> me. If if you guys had the opportunity though um, to work with DC and Marvel, because well, I, we've asked this, and we you know yeah. a lot of independent people like don't want to. Like they even they they said they had the option to. They would be like I. Well, we, speaking as an artist, we would sell out as quick as possible. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, if somebody like sold me, call me a sellout, I'd say thank you. Yeah. But, um, but no, the, I mean, as far as... you guys could work on, because, I mean, Marvel's uh, been doing really weird things like with Squirrel uh, Girl I, and stuff. But really? uh, I mean, first of all, they would never be interested in us totally, anyway. Like, yeah. we're, we're the nerdy girl at the dance that hasn't taken her ponytail out yet and taken <laughs> the glasses off and walked down the stairs slowly. But I don't, I think like... Uh, I think it would be tough to do what we like to do. There's no way. I mean, it would be it, pretty neutered. In, I'll, I'll give you an example. Like one of my favorite characters growing up was Daredevil. You know, yeah. was, and I feel like I would rather tell a story about a blind lawyer who swindles deaf people than a blind lawyer who fights crime and has like you know super senses. To me, like comedy is all I care about. Writing. Yeah. And um, honestly, I really like doing the self-published thing. Yeah. I really like doing the um, the like being in control of what I write, not having censors, having to make it as long as I want. Because most yeah. of our issues are like forty pages. Yeah, uh, we're not cutting it at twenty-two. We're telling exactly how much we want to tell, and we're telling it the way we want to tell it. And I guess like I yeah, guess it's almost we like an episode of a TV show is yeah. like sort of how we try to model it. Can, can we make a little announcement that we're okay? So we're actually are um, going to be a published book. In the next uh, yes. year, we have a, we have a deal with Z2 Comics, and they're distributing our our book Man vs. Rock, and they'll be distributing another book that we are that we're writing called Unpresidential. Perfect. That a certain man Ooh. named Kim Jong Un running for president of the United <laughs> States of America. Thank you very much. But you know, I finally. Mean, but but yeah. what that still all these years, does? I know the leader America needs yeah. the one we deserve and need. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I guess to answer your question though, like we need that autonomy. Yeah. Like we we wouldn't go with 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 a company that says okay, like you're gonna now put out 22 pages and we're gonna censor, we're gonna edit it and we're gonna edit with the jokes like. 
Like, yeah. we don't, we don't, we do, we didn't get into it for for that. We got into it to tell the stories we want to tell. Yeah, and that, yeah. and that's again, that's what everybody who says I I don't want to because one thing like they you have to fit everything into their formula no matter what even though they try to be bold with different things it just you can't well just let me finish unless they pay us a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> that's true i mean think about like i don't know a good you know like look at some of the great like comedy tv shows like some of them are network but the great ones are typically sort of like cable or deep cable yeah. shit or whatever especially like especially now they push yeah. the boundaries the networks won't allow and honestly dc and marvel are the networks at this yeah, point. They that's, are. that's the truth. There and are a few the exceptions. Image too. I mean, yeah, but, that's true. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I think it's hard to pull off. Like, I think it takes a lot of nuance to have something that is mainstream, but it's still incredibly good and funny. And yeah. like, I don't know if we're like, maybe if we become, you know, like uh, experts at at this, then we can get to that nuance. But I think right now we're just like blunt force dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but you know, it, it sells. There's there's always gonna be a market for it, and you know, it, it's just you, you know, like yeah. that's, that's what you like to do. Um, and there's no reason to try to do a comedy that's not, you know, for you guys. Well, when we started out a couple of like, I guess two and a half years ago or something like that, maybe three, um, you know, we had no idea what to expect and we didn't know if people were going to actually understand our book or get it. And like at our first con, like we went to ape in San Francisco and, Good I mean, it was a good. We we it was a, our we first comp, but we didn't really do really well. Like we lost a lot of money. We didn't know how to sell. We didn't know how to pitch. We didn't know how to do any of that stuff. Yeah. And then I remember like somebody just like writing an article about us without asking us, or just like writing this review of us that like loved it. And we were just like reading cool, right? It was no. Yeah. It was it was, it was like some guy's blog. Oh, okay. It was funny because he was like. I was walking around a con, and there were these two idiots who just walked up to me like, hey, man, fuck rocks, right? And he was like, uh, yeah, fuck rocks. So he's like, I bought the comic book just to make fun of them because it sounded like the dumbest premise I've ever heard, and these guys looked like total fucking idiots. And he's like, then I read it, and I was like, damn, this is actually kind of clever, and this is fucking hilarious. Yeah, you know, Not to toot my own wiener, but... But that taught us we had a market. Yeah. You know, and then we kind of went on from there, and now you see us pitching a lot, and we've got we've we've built like a, a decent fan base for an indie that's like, and we love our fans; yeah. they're awesome to us. Yeah, like, you, you know, yeah, you guys. I mean, like on Twitter, you guys are just you're engaging, which is phenomenal, and you you don't get that even with a lot of independent people, like you know, people who live for it. They they're not that engaging with their audience. Yeah, I mean, so. it's it's fun to like. I mean, that's sort of the funnest part is you get to, like, see people come back to your booth and be like, hey, what's up, man? Like, yeah, you know. like us. <laughs> yeah. We love, we love talking to you guys. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> our, like, it's, it's so fun. That's like, the best part. Yeah. Yeah, because, I, mean, I mean, I'm a shut-in. I just, like, sit at home all day, like, staring at the wall, rocking hey, gently yeah, back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> I so, hate going out. Yeah. Do you guys get, like, writer's block? Do you guys get kind of, like, doubt? Well, working with Victor, you're going to have a lot of doubt. Because <laughs> you're like, this is awful product. This is the worst <laughs> oh, writing I've God, ever seen. Oh, God, I have to work on this now again. <laughs> but, I mean, it's yeah, I think everybody has that. And I think yeah. that the thing with us that actually helped out a lot, to Victor's credit, is that, like, Victor, like, we came up with this idea so long ago. And it was just a joke. And Victor really liked the idea. So he, like, the next day, like, like, Five years ago, he wrote this like 120 page like treatment of it. <laughs> it's like, what's going on? <laughs> like, I guess I'm I'm in the the business now. And so like he um, and a lot of that is sort of was the launch pad for Man vs. Rock. You know, the very beginning of of the Man vs. Rock is the exact same thing as this treatment. 
So, I mean, to the extent we've been able to launch, it's because of him. I mean, it all works out though. Like we've been able to like make like financially the 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 book like you know we've been able to keep break that even going, and, yeah, yeah, break good, even man. better you know and then you know so it's a um it's really just a fun experience that we just love doing. I, if you took this away from me, I'd be miserable. Yeah. I really yeah. would be. I, I don't I don't really have any other questions besides. Um, Do you have a question? I know. <laughs> I have a question. Do you have a question? I just asked a question. <laughs> So you guys go to a bunch of cons and um, they they can get they can get your comic online on at your on your website manversusrock.com or our alternate website whitehouse.gov backslash manversusrock <laughs> backslash travel ban <laughs> executive order <laughs> the man versus rock travel ban. <laughs> Uh, um, so where else can they what other cons do you want to go to and where else can they get here uh, we're at a lot of cons this year I mean, so we're going to be in Emerald City in Seattle in March the awesome. 2nd to 5th yeah. we're going to be at WonderCon in uh, Anaheim uh, late March we're going to be in Chicago at C2E2 in late <laughs> April <laughs> That's awesome. we're going to be in Phoenix in May Vegas in June San Diego Comic Con Boston I'm just like trying yeah. to think, like, name all this of them pretty good. we're going to be in Portland we're going to be in New York Comic Con. You are? Oh, that's oh, yeah. Portland. All yeah. In New York, I mean. Yeah, in New York. Yeah, New York yeah. is You're fun. All over the place. That's, that's going to be a good. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we want to take this as like far as we can. So just the scale is, is important to us. But yeah, you can do it. You can find it. If it's a big con, we usually go there. Um, yeah. So you can check us out. We'll be the people that are sneaking in and just, you know, selling comics from the bathroom along <laughs> yeah. with our mints. <laughs> Mints we found on the ground. That's a good dump. Here is my comic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can also get us from Comicsology, and um, like I said, our uh, website. We got our all stuff. We got all our stuff, and you know, speaking, I guess, with the the whole like distribution thing. Come November, we're going to be launching uh, a book called Unpresidential. So uh, pre-order awesome. it, get on our mailing list, and yeah, where can they pre-order it? it? On your website? Uh, yeah, you will be able to soon. Okay, we're, cool. We're, put, we're posting it up, and you have to pre-order it. So, yeah, if you're a big fan of you know kim jong-un you'll love man yeah, versus and if you rock. think you would make a great president in the united states then well i mean all right cool thank you guys so much uh thank i'm so glad to have you guys welcome. on um thanks for tuning in you can check out other shows and offerings on itunes and visit our website thegrankygathering.com go ahead subscribe rate and review us you can also you can also follow us on facebook twitter instagram youtube and we stream on twitch tv um, you can get Man vs. Rock. Oh, we also have a video game, by the way, a free video game yes. on our oh, website. I was Man vs. Rock. See, this, yeah. is, this is the first. This is the B side of the interview right here. This is right the here. first interview <laughs> that I didn't have. This like, is my an exit interview out. right now, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have anything written down for this one. I just love talking to you guys. We're so Even in though love my with questions you. are horrible and I apologize. <laughs> They're good. No, your your questions were great. You gotta for an up. amateur. You got somebody who never spoken before. So yeah, our video game you can get on our website, Man vs. Rock. Victor designed it. Yeah, we both wrote it together. It's a lot of fun. Basically, the premise is it's like a demented version of Legend of Zelda. <laughs> and it's just Buckstone, a little like sort of pixelated Buckstone, walks around this little RPG world and wreaks havoc. And any and in sort of like Buckstone, if you know his characters, he's always doing the sort of like terrible, like any option you take. So if you meet someone who's like, hi, will you help me? And if you help them, it's like you get punished for helping them. But if you like punch them in the face, it like, you know, it will be like positive to you. And you're like, spoiler alert. yeah, <laughs> but it's a fun game. There's a lot of like perverted items and it only takes about an hour to beat. You it's know? not that long. That's, yeah. But that's awesome. Like, yeah. 
nobody can say that. Like, if you go to a convention and you saw somebody, I have an independent book, they can't say I have a video game too. That's yeah. right, they can't. Especially <laughs> something that y'all made, like yourselves. Like, so yeah, you the writing made is the pretty, game? pretty out there. It's pretty, pretty offensive. But, but who programmed it though? Like, who did? I just use like a video game maker thing, That's, like an RPG maker. Yeah, I don't know That's how awesome. to use a computer. I'm just be honest with you. I'm <laughs> well, like, we I do use some skills. original art and stuff in the comics, and yeah, yes. I'm terrible at social media and not everything. We also we, we have like a we have a lot of content. We have like videos. We have, we did a Buckstone State of the Union speech. <gasps> yes, uh, and I, we yep, did we did like uh, we we do like Ask Buck. We do videos of like you ask Buck like stupid You're questions. You're the voice of Buck, like, aren't you? Yeah, he, yes, that's I, I am. thought. Yeah, I was he, say. like how do you stay woke, Buck? And then it will I'll tell you how like, to stay woke, you stupid fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you you hijack a school bus and funnel horse boner pills down your gullet while you break into the New York Times headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you stay woke. Um, so yeah, I mean, we, we we have an article that we publish by bi monthly, yes. bi curiously, with uh, <laughs> adventures in poor taste, and yeah, I mean, it's like we, we want we want to engage our fans. What yeah. was the most recent article about Kevin? The most recent article was about the misappropriation of the word nerd. Yes, yeah. and uh, we support local businesses, but in this case, local we websites, and you know. Yes, buy from them, buy directly from them. Don't, don't. We're, we're, we're a Ponzi scheme. Don't trust yeah. us. Don't we're basically Enron on steroids. <laughs> yeah. Give them your social security number. They're good. <laughs> All you need to do is put your social security in five years of back tax returns, <laughs> and then you get to play the game. Yeah. And um, music has been provided by bensound.com. Have a great week, and GGG. 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 GGG.